0: There. Yes. You were a small guy in the fifties in Duluth. Uh, do you remember, remember going shopping with your mom downtown?
1: Oh man, yes, <laughs> yes, I do.
0: All right, so that I was th- a
1: long time ago. It
0: was, it was a few minutes ago. That's that is true. Uh, I, I do recall a story you telling about going shopping with your mom, and she had a certain um, rule.
1: Oh, the preparation. Oh yes, yes. preparation. It was very important that you uh, had used the bathroom uh just prior to leaving because as we all know there are no bathrooms downtown
0: why would she why would she say this
1: i'm not i never did ask her <laughs> um i assume it's because there may have been some rather shisty uh facilities available uh, downtown I, I really don't know um i I was pretty old when I realized that, hey, there's bathrooms down here. <laughs> <laughs> what was she telling me?
0: Oh, I'm sure it had nothing to do with the fact that you were a little kid and she was hauling you around, you know, trying to get her shopping done, and she didn't want to be interrupted by little gares. Oh, I have to go potty.
1: Well, knowing my mother, she she really wouldn't have known what to do either because, uh, well, I'm, I'm a boy. She couldn't bring a boy into the ladies' room, you see, right? It's a rather difficult thing in the 50s.
0: I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the podcast that's light on Duluth history and heavy on nostalgia. And if you have to go potty, you'd better hold it because (laughs) you are getting bridged with Gare and Kelly. I'm Kelly Halston Erickson.
1: And I'm Jerry Halston.
0: And I'm here to attest that downtown Duluth is now, in fact, plumbed. Gare... I know.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Garapane is a pitcher. What was shopping like downtown when you were a kid?
1: Well, you you have to realize that shopping downtown—it's the only place you're really going to shop if you're going to do big time shopping. There was the West End. There was West Duluth. You could you could catch a bus and do a few transfers and make your way to Superior. But that was uh, you know that's out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> that's way. That's way too far. Way too far. So it all happened downtown, and it was busy downtown. Uh, There was no freeway uh, to take Highway 61 north and south, so uh, you took Superior Street,
0: Mm.
1: and uh, you rode down on the bus, and it was a diesel-powered bus, and there was no emission control, so the buses were spewing forth uh, the diesel exhaust scent. Mm. Ah, That was oh so pungent, as well as cars that... uh, you know they burned oil in those days, so some of the cars you'd you'd pull it into a gas station, you'd say, "Well, fill the oil and check the gas <laughs> and They were blowing the blue smoke out, and if nothing else simply burning the gasoline and man it it had a scent all of its own oh, tremendous. and you know i i I think back of it rather fondly, <laughs> <laughs> and I know it's kind of sick, but i do it was it was cool uh, in the winter, I remember very well. Uh, parking in the parking ramp that's now uh, abandoned on 2nd Avenue, I believe, 2nd Avenue West, uh, with my dad and walking down the avenue. We were going to black, Glass Block because it was winter, mm. and it was sloppy, heavy snow. It, it was almost going over my overshoes. And uh, Dad led a pell-mell on the way, and so there was a scent of that as well as all the exhaust and the air and the slop and the wa- Strange as it may seem, I remember it just like it was yesterday.
0: You know, there is a, a, an acquired uh, scent nostalgia, I think, with certain things.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> sick as it may sound. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, no, that's it.
0: So what kind of stores do they have down there?
1: Oh, boy. Well, they had department stores. And there were the finer stores, the uh, walls, oryx, um, finer women's fashions and home fashions, pretty much for the upper crust, you see, Mm. and those who aspired to be. And there was Montgomery Wards had a store on 2nd Avenue West and Superior Street, rickety old building. Uh, The floors were uneven, wooden floors, and you'd walk through it and they'd creak and groan underneath Mm -hmm. you, even when I was just a little feller Mm -hmm. and had these huge steps that went down to the basement. A little bit to the east was Sears and Roebuck. A union man store, a working man store, yes. craftsman. Yes. You yes. Silvertone radios, and then you had uh, the glass block that was kind of an all-in-one uh, department store, mm. kind of an in-between store, really. Uh, anything you needed for yourself for your home was available at the glass block. By golly, if they had it, you didn't need it. And then for just smaller items, fun things, was the Woolworths called the. Uh, uh, Five and dime, basically. It was always referred to as the dime store. Going to the dime store. Well, you're going to Woolworth's, obviously.
0: Ah, okay. So, yes, Woolworth's. Uh, we'll get back to the glass block because there's much to be said there. But Woolworth's, uh, we'll just say, uh, it opened in 1949 at 106 West Superior Street, where you can currently donate plasma if you'd like to. <laughs> um so yep, and uh, it closed in 1994. I don't, you know, I don't remember the Woolworths, and I really should have. But ah, that's man. yeah, my my his my history um, says that it closed in
1: 1994. 94? Wow. Yeah. Well, I wasn't supporting it at that time, so no wonder why it closed. Yes. Um, so maybe there was a lot of us. Uh, plus, there was, you know, your big box stores, your uh Walmarts and Shoppers City had was really the pioneer in that uh mm-hmm. uh discount store thing. Uh and that probably drove them into the ground too. Yeah. I remember going into the store there were two entrances uh on the left and right side of the, the building front. And if you went in the left side uh entry uh, I always smelled popcorn first because they were always popping popcorn. You could buy a bag of popcorn there. Fantastic. probably was a nickel or a dime, you know. Mm-hmm. It wasn't much. Lots of miscellaneous small household items. Um, I, I don't really remember what they might have been, but just miscellany stuff. I, I'm sure they had uh, toasters and steam irons and uh, things like that for household use. I believe downstairs uh, you could get... Uh, Fabric for sewing, as well as all your sewing supplies. Uh,
0: The notions.
1: The notions, yes. Yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm, You're welcome. The the, the term eludes me. Mm. Uh, There was a lunch counter in the back, and it was one of the bigger ones, possibly the biggest, downtown. And it wasn't just a straight counter. It was, if I remember correctly, a double Mm. uh, U-shaped counter that went out. And there was all kinds of space stools that you could sit at the counter and just order a few tables big grill Uh, you could get your breakfast you could get your burger your, your you know light food light lunches and things At Woolworth's.
0: Was this like uh? There was no McDonald's down... There wasn't McDonald's. So this was like where you're going to get a burger or something.
1: Well, unless you were going to go up 1st Avenue West to the Coney Island.
0: Oh, the Coney Island. And,
1: uh, you know, 1st Avenue West and 1st Street. Not the building we know today. The building that we went to in the day was was actually in what is now the parking lot. Oh. See that? That was the old building. And I remember going there. I was working downtown when I was... uh, Fifteen or sixteen years old, and uh, you could go and get two conies and a coke for a buck fifteen.
0: Wow, that and, is a sweet deal.
1: And you had to get there before noon, because if it was a little after noon, everybody was going to the coney, and you'd be standing down uh, First uh, Street, and possibly down uh, First Avenue a little bit, waiting to get in. But they were so incredibly fast at serving. That wasn't much of a wait. That, yeah, actually, uh, they could serve up a couple of conies uh, probably as fast as you can get something from McDonald's today. Maybe even a little faster. Hello, that's all they had, you well, know. I
0: tell you what, you got a little touch of nostalgia going on. That you want to scratch that itch, you head over to Coney Island <laughs> on First Street. Am I right? I mean, Still I remember. There. Yep, I remember Still there. going there. As a little kid, little kid, and it is exactly the same <laughs> as it, today as it was then. Well, it, was
1: a, it was a little different then because mm. you'd go in and they had conies and burgers. Mm-hmm. And the guy would ask, what will you have? And you'd say, to with. And he would holler to the guy up in front by the window who was making them, to with. And the guy would holler back, to with. Okay, so the order is confirmed. What will you have to drink? You had Coke? Seven up, love a coke, he'd holler out a coke, guy behind them, one coke, there you go, your drink place has been placed, your order has been placed, and uh, then he'd tell you, buck fifteen, you'd hand him a buck fifteen, he'd hand you the stuff, and you'd go away. that's right.
0: It's a little bit more complicated these days. <laughs>
1: it's the, Oh, yes, there's that cash register and the tax and oh geez. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And now, I mean, I recall I recall I used to order a hot dog with nothing.
1: <laughs> no, I a Coney, what did I say,
0: a Coney with nothing? Like I just wanted I, a I plain hot dog. Yeah, I Yeah.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and the uh, guy who took the order would uh say uh Uh, one coney with nothing. Yeah. (laughs) And the guy up front would echo back, one coney with nothing. There you go. Here's your plain hot dog coming, kid. I remember uh, taking you down there, and uh, you wanted a nice cream cone. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were sitting in a booth there. We didn't have it to go that time. And um, I gave you a buck, and I said, well, just go up there and tell the man. So you went up there. You were quite small. Yep. And... uh, you came back with your ice cream cone. Your eyes were just huge. I said, what? Dad, he knows who I am.
0: Yep. I remember this. Do you? Yep. He caught. He said, <laughs> oh, sure, Kelly, here you go. And I just was, I was totally freaked out because stranger danger, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and how did he know your name?
0: I was wearing a little, a little sporting jacket with my name embroidered on it for crying out loud. <laughs>
1: Jeez. I don't think I told you at that time. I didn't want to burst the bubble. Oh,
0: it was. Oh, I don't know. But anyway, back
1: back at Woolworths. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. Yeah. Uh, when you talk about conies, I'm sorry. I just. Oh, boy. Must be so. But Woolworths was great because it was a pet department down, uh, downstairs. And I don't remember all of the pets they had, but I had tropical fish, so I would go there and peruse the fish.
0: That's awfully fancy, a tropical fish tank, saltwater tank. No, no, just fresh oh, water. freshwater, water, freshwater, but, but the fancy ones, not just oh, label yes. goldfish.
1: Oh, well, they had those goldfish. And, you know, if they had guppies. I had guppies. as a regular guy. I didn't have those exotic angelfish mm-hmm, and things like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. But I would uh, take, check out the tanks. And if I remember right, you could get three fish for a buck. All right. And they'd put it in a little bag, and you would uh, take that home very carefully. Now this is later in life, I, not with my mom. And uh, you would have to float the bag on in your aquarium so the temperatures became equal, and you could let your fish out. Uh, they had a a minor bird in the basement. Uh, Clem was his name, <laughs> and I think Clem was 149 bucks or something like that.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say and... 149 years old.
1: <laughs> no, no, no.
0: He's not a tortoise. He's a
1: bird. And when you when you <laughs> went down and uh, you're looking at the fish, you'd have to go over. And say hello, Clem. And everybody said hello, Clem, because he then would say hello, Clem. And that was great sport that uh, Clem would.
0: All right. I got <laughs> to just say, to you. I got to just say, the next pet that arrives in our lives, with, I mean, Clem. That's, that's fantastic you don't get a clem every so often. You,
1: no, there's not it's as not, many clems as there used to be. That's yeah. true. There should be
0: more 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 clem
1: oh, in our sure. lives, I think. Oh, sure. More clemish.
0: Yep, 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 <laughs> yep. So, yeah, the Woolworth's the lunch counter, you know, I did not experience that, but it does make me think about when Walgreens was up at the mall, in the mall, and they had yeah. they had <laughs> A, a restaurant in the mall, oh, sure. the Walgreens. Sure, and it was it was wide open to the hallway, and there was like a little half wall. I think, I
1: think we should call it an open air. Yeah, re- good, great idea.
0: Yeah, open air in the mall restaurant. I mean, so it was sort of strange, wasn't it? I remember going there with my grandma, yeah. Nana. Oh, sure. Yes. Yes,
1: she liked it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was a good time. And you
1: could sit in there and you could look out at all the poor unfortunates walking back and forth in the mall that were not enjoying the wonderful Walgreens open-air restaurant. Yeah, the Walgreens. Cafete- wasn't a cafeteria. It was a sit-down oh, restaurant.
0: Oh, yes, sit-down restaurant, menus the whole oh, yeah. bit, waitresses. Yes, <laughs> the whole that whole jam. And, and so one thing that occurs to me is, of course, another store... That was up at the mall, but and that would be glass block. But oh. before there was glass block at the mall, there was the glass block that was downtown. Garrett, do you know that the original glass block opened in 1887? Yeah. And it became glass, gla- quote unquote, glass block in 1896 because the the phrase glass block was used in Minneapolis as a general term for dry goods and department stores. And no, so, I yeah, didn't that, know that. That's it, yep. Oh, no. Yep, those were called, they were called glass blocks. Oh, and yeah. so this, uh, yeah, this officially, wow. it officially became the glass block oh. store, the glass block store, all caps there, yeah. in 1911. So, okay. So, yep, yep. Okay, and that,
1: no, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and the way you uh, speak of the store, you don't speak of the walls, you don't speak of the oryx, you do, however, speak of, the glass block. Duh. There's a "the" in front mm-hmm, of it, as if mm-hmm. uh, making it larger than life. And it really it was. I remember my grandfather, uh, who was born in 1886 or seven, if I remember correctly. But he talked about the glass block coming to downtown Duluth and how you would uh, have to find a place that you could cross Superior Street that wasn't too muddy because of the horse and wagons mm-hmm. going through there. And if I remember correctly, he worked there for a little while doing some some sort of menial labor in his his late teens, early 20s. Yeah. That he was a a glass block kind of guy. And, uh, oh, yeah, the glass block downtown survived uh, well into my adulthood. Uh, You could buy anything at the glass block from draperies, uh, carpeting, uh home appliances, larger appliances. My dad bought our first color T V at the glass block, I believe was up on the top floor and it was a magnavox. Ooh. And it was uh oh man. I like two hundred and fifty dollars or something like that. A lot of money.
0: And it was about two hundred and fifty pounds.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. Well it, <laughs> it took two guys to deliver it, sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. But I remember going there with my mom and it always had a a, a scent, uh, a very uh, funny how I, I remember a lot of these things with their scents, but it was a very good smell, a fresh smell of um, fine, I associate it with fine things. Uh, I even got your mother's uh, uh, wedding and, and engagement ring at the glass block. Really? There was a jeweler in the back, and I believe he was associated with gear and jewelers up on uh, first Street and nice guy anderson was his uh, last name and yeah we bought our our wedding rings there the glass block
0: that is very cool so did i mean did people buy their carpet and stuff there i mean were there or were oh, yeah. there cuz you know you buy carpet and stuff now at menards or whatever and, and but you you go to the
1: you could go to the glass block and get those kinds of things. Yes, there were uh, a couple of carpet stores around. One of them was in the West End. Johnson's, I believe, uh, sold carpeting. But uh, yeah, it it was different
0: times. Yeah. Did you did you do your Christmas shopping at Glass? Oh, of block? course. Oh, so do you? Do you have any?
1: <laughs> My mother uh, had surgery, uh, and it was just beginning of December and oh man I was probably in the sixth grade and she was unable to get out and do any Christmas shopping so she made a list for me and she gave me a hundred dollars
0: a hundred bucks yes sir good heavens
1: and my mother had had surgery and it was the first of December and she was not recouping uh, fast enough so she could not do the Christmas shopping. And I was in the sixth grade, and my f- friend Tim and I uh, went to do Christmas shopping. Uh, Mom gave me $100. You and
0: your friend? $100. $100. You and yeah. your friend Tim could have d- skipped town and gone that, down to Florida.
1: Well, at the time, <laughs> 100 bucks is essentially a week's wages.
0: Yeah, wow. Two weeks
1: wages for some. Wow and she gave me a list and we went to walls we went to glass block and we uh, did the shopping it wasn't a extremely detailed list it was you know get uh, three handkerchiefs for grandma and things like that Mm -hmm. but no we we pulled it off and uh, we went home on the bus with our multiple bags and yeah we did christmas shopping
0: that's awesome (laughs) <laughs> down,
1: beautiful downtown, downtown Duluth. Duluth,
0: yes, yes.
1: Oh, yeah. Glass Block had a, a, a lunch counter in the basement, too. And they, Glass Block had a wonderful bakery. Mm. Delicious bread. Nice. Down at the Glass Block. We never had any because my dad drove for tasty bread. Mm. And he got a heck of a deal day-old bread
0: yeah well it's tasty it's
1: tasty even on day two good yes Yes. not a problem so I, i never had a lot of bakery bread in my life
0: yeah yeah well you said that uh you remember glass block you know glass block downtown closed in 1981 but there was an overlap because of course the mall opened and the mall opened the glass block there in 1973. So the ah, glass yes. block was one of the anchor stores at the mall which of course I remember very fondly glass block um you always go you always you go to glass block you want you need a thing you go to the glass block department store your friend oh, yeah. your friend Tony worked at the glass block yes, for yes. many years um And Glass Block eventually closed and became Yonkers, which was a very, which was a terrifying thing because (sighs) Yonkers, oh, what is this, Yonkers, what's going on? Why didn't you grow to love Yonkers? And then, (sighs) I'm very sorry to say that Yonkers is closed, too. So it's very, you know, it's a a sad situation, I think.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, the downtown, you know, it... uh, it started being rivaled by the big box stores. The shopper's city came in. There was a place, Twin Ports something or other, and it was around the area of the steam plant. And it was a locally owned, but big box kind of store. Uh, gold finds by the bridge came in. Mm-hmm. And, man, you could just park right there. And easy parking, free and wander into place. They had everything you could possibly need. And why wouldn't you buy there? You know, I remember going to Shopper City, and things were cheap. It was, oh, it, well, Menards is there now in the, in West Duluth. But uh, the Shopper City had a balcony on one end, and that's where the furniture was. And there was a railing. And on the railing was this huge banner that said, The more you spend, the more you save.
0: Wow. That- oh,
1: there's... There's inspiration. That right logic. There. I oh, mean, yeah. it has just
0: bent my brain. Now, yeah, the Shopper City opened in 1961. Um. Oh, wow. Yep. Closed in the mid '80s. Became a Kmart, which is what I yes. remember it as being. The Kmart. Um. The Kmart moved over to, uh, the the store area in Spirit Valley there. And, um, in 1991, and it was replaced by Menards. And of course, the only one still standing is in fact Menards, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because the Kmart yeah. Kmart closed several yep. several years ago. Kmart as well.
1: was defunct. And of course, there was, uh, uh, Target that popped up. Uh, I don't remember when Target uh, was actually built, but it was early mid '60s, and all of those stores took away from the downtown experience. Mm-hmm. There, it was a new thing. Uh, I remember in the very early '70s the mall was being put together, and down, downtown just kind of withered away. It's, it's kind of a shame. I, I mean, there were such classy places, and it was it, it was the place to go.
0: Yeah, it it um the the destination aspect of it is certainly has certainly changed, although there has been um, some more growth in the eastern side, I think for sure, of Superior Street with um, the the theater that opened and the couple of different, there's the movie theater, the Zeitgeist that's down there and the Duluth um, Trading Company or whatever, that clothing store is down there. And then, of course, we have the Lincoln Park Arts District, Which is Ah. a recent phenomena, which is a a destination unto itself. And the revitalization that's going on down there is quite impressive. I
1: I am thrilled to see that happen. Uh, I grew up in the West End. It wasn't the friendly West End. It wasn't the Lincoln Park Business District. It wasn't the Lincoln Park Crafts. It was the West End. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just by Harrison, above Harrison. Yeah. And, yeah, the West End was uh, quite vital at that time. Uh, Christmas shopping or just shopping for things, toys in general, cars, hardware in the West End. Not the one that you know of. It was a little place across the street mm. that, oh, you could go shop in cars. And he had model cars and he had the uh, road racing sets and uh, swell stuff. And if you were a sportsman, next door was Rocky Teller's Sports Center. Hello, Rocky uh, Teller was the the sportsman. And he even had a little TV blurb uh, after the news that he would talk about sports things. and um, I don't remember all, all of his pitch, but it would end, and all you little fry, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs> referencing the kids. And, uh, yeah, all of that kind of went away, but now it's coming back, and I, I really like to see that area doing so well and getting better every year.
0: Absolutely. And I have to say that if you need it, if you need a little nostalgia kick there, you go down to the old uh, Salvation Army, which has been pretty similar over the years. You walk in and it's got the, it just has the same kind of feeling as uh, <laughs> the way I, I remember it when I was younger. So that's um, a, a nice throwback yeah. kind of spot.
1: Yeah, but Cal, you're only going back 40-some years.
0: I know, I know, but <laughs> it's all I got.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, it it sure has changed. And, yeah, downtown is, uh, perhaps it'll swing around again and come back. There's been so much built up in the Canal Park Business District, mm-hmm. the tourist trade. Um, it's pretty nice. It's pretty fun. You know, we, we have to when we're waiting for the bridge here, we get over the bridge and there's sometimes that man, it's busy down there. Holy smokes. It takes you forever to get up to uh, railroad street. But I think it's great because it's people in here, in this town, uh, spending money. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Helping to support the area. A lot of our industries have gone away. Yep. And, uh, this is what's paying the bills these days.
0: Absolutely happy to have your ha- happy to have your patronage. Thank you That's very right. much. Yes. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, that is shopping in uh, in downtown Duluth. But uh, we're going to turn to the segment that we we uh, regularly feature here towards the end of the episodes, and that is uh, ask a Duluthian. So we have a we have a question here. Okay. All right. Here we go. Dear Garen Kelly, whenever I visit Duluth. I see so many men with beards. I realize it's cold there, but are beards a prerequisite to achieving full diluthian status? Whew, what do you think?
1: Wow. I must be way out of it here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've never had a beard. I don't think I'd grow much of one either. I think it would be pretty uh, shoddy on my part. Yeah. <laughs> now that my hair is getting pretty gray, it'd be close to transparent anyway
0: <laughs> yes i, I never, ne- i've
1: never noticed that
0: yeah it's i don't i guess it's um I, I guess i have you know it sort of seems like it's a it's a look that hmm. uh maybe some m- younger folk uh cultivate to get yeah. get a beard going you get You get your Duluth Trading Company kind of knit hat or your Carhartt hat if you want to go a little bit more nationwide with your brands. Get one of those knit hats going on in the wintertime, your kind of flannel action. I mean, it's kind of a uh, lumberjack chic thing going on.
1: I I don't have an answer to the question. Uh, The only thing I can say is I'm going to have to pay more attention to this and see if uh, I'm an outlier in my own community. (laughs) I you have know. to. Yeah. Wow, that could be something then. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, and I have to say, you, you never, you've never had a beard in the time that I've known you, but you have had a pretty sweet mustache.
1: There, yes, there was. A, I remember when I cut it off, and you cried. That's. Yep, there was. <laughs> you had a mustache for years. Yeah, he Friends, was. You he, were cu- so sad. he shaved
0: the mustache off, and I did not recognize him. You might see that on the TikTok. You know, uh, somebody b- uploads the picture of the dad who cuts off the beard, and the kid starts crying. I mean, that was me. That like, was, yeah. you know, circa 1983, maybe, you know, or 82 or something like that. Right.
1: I don't know what possessed me other than, eh, this will be different.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, guys, they, they mess around with their facial hair. Why not? Sure. Just like anything else, You can right? change it up. Well, and what I think is sort of interesting about this question, actually, is the um, the prerequisite to achieving full diluthian status. And I'm very sorry to break it to all of you, but unless you were born and raised here, you will never achieve oh, well. full Duluthian status.
1: Yes, it, there, it, it will always be, well, you're not from here.
0: Oh, boy, this is one of those places, isn't it?
1: <laughs> it it is. It's the big small town. Oh boy! <laughs> Absolutely, you're correct.
0: All right. So uh, our friend, our friend who uh, maybe is is curious is beard curious uh, about about the facial hair. Uh, do what you want. How about that?
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it it's not a prerequisite. It's, but it's okay. Yeah, it it's is. okay to do that. Yeah, and certainly understandable, especially in the winter. That's right. Now in the summer. I don't know what you're thinking. No. Do <laughs> you don't need a beard?
0: Get rid of that. Yeah. But, uh,
1: this time of year, this is being done. We're recording in uh, the winter. Oh, yeah. I'd probably feel pretty good.
0: Yeah, that'd be all right. It's kind of like uh, we are recording during pandemic times. It's kind of like uh, wearing the mask. It's It kind of is cozy and warm when you're walking sure. from the grocery store out to your car. Uh... But
1: you really shouldn't have one if you're going to wear a mask.
0: That's true, it does. Okay, let's not tread into that territory. It gets too complicated.
1: We'll leave it at that.
0: All right. Well, I think I hear the
1: signal. Do um, I hear it? Oh, yeah, yeah. The bridge is going to be coming down now, so it's been good uh, reminiscing, and uh, we'll catch up on We'll have some other topic for the next time the bridge lifts, okay?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, everyone. Bye.
1: The Getting Bridged podcast is researched and written by Kelly Halston Erickson, remembered and recorded by Jerry Halston at the Compound on Park Point and produced by Jerry Halston and Kelly Halston Erickson. So we have no one to blame but ourselves. Sources are compiled at rss.com slash podcasts slash getting bridged, and you can ask questions and comment on our podcasts on Instagram at getting bridged. Or joining our Facebook group by searching and going on getting bridged podcast and by emailing us at gettingbridged@gmail.com at a special thanks to Mary and Dan you know who you are and the many people in our lives for whom reminiscing is a varsity sport